1: Hey, welcome to AS for Alcoholic, online Online... hookah
0: lounge. Ooh, that (laughs)
1: sounds. (laughs) Get into the hookah hookah chat
0: room. Yeah, non non tobacco, non marijuana either. No. What 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 would you hookah? Popcorn? No, that's gross. Do they do vape hookahs? Let's vape it up. The online vape lounge. (laughs) The bubble vape. The bubble vape.
1: (laughs) Is that a thing? Can You bubble vape like bubble bubble tape or? uh, I don't know. Bubble tea. I don't know. Maybe. Why um, not? It's 2019. Anything's possible. We were just talking about uh, The Big Lebowski. And um, they when they put it on regular TV, they have to bleep out a lot. There's a lot of swearing. And at one point, John Goodman's just yelling at that kid in the living room. And he said, "Right, do you see what happens, Larry, when you try to feed a stranger in the Alps? Yeah, <laughs> like... he's smashing his car.
0: <laughs> feed a happens? stranger in the Alps
1: uh those of you who know what we're talking about um it's it's funny stuff um yeah those of you who don't i, I apologize and thank you for indulging us
0: yeah we're still a's for alcoholic, though we i we think st- we still are and and movie 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 buffs movie buffs yes i
1: speaking of which and i think i'm gonna go see it again i know that we talked about this before i went and saw dr sleep last night was it good it hasn't been getting good reviews i thought it was great I thought it was a little bit slow in the beginning, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of story to tell.
0: Yeah, there is. But it's I thought
1: without giving too much away, like all of the homages to the original movie of the shining, they couldn't have been better. And yeah. like, they didn't feel, it didn't feel oversaturated or tacked on. It was part of, you know, the, it just, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought everybody was awesome. I think you you should go see it but we're gonna do a review of it because it does revolve around uh
0: dude who gets sober and fights let monsters. me know when so i can get the sitter yeah well throw the I'm, sitter out there well i mean whatever
1: whatever works i mean i don't know if you need to go out can you torrent that thing while it's still in the theater it's not that we should be talking about i don't know i've never
0: torrented anything before <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course i'm sorry i asked i not even, i i heard that that term in passing
0: and i wasn't sure what it meant but that's some elite hacker shit i don't know how to do that
1: <laughs> oh
0: sorry nice. my my wife puts this blanket on the chair for like her lower back and it's just uncomfortable yeah, there we well, go i want yeah. you to get comfortable if you need like your inflatable Bath pillow or my donut? Your donut, my I don't remember. Uh, our old roommate had the donut. Oh, no, he didn't have the donut when he was living with you. Oh, he had a donut when he was living with, with you. Oh, god, yeah, he had the donut, dude. It's had some issues some in the we, we bought him for a, a donut for his birthday because he had uh hemorrhoids. That's thing. he was like, thing. he was like 25. No, it was younger than that because we were living in Arizona, so he was like 18, 19
1: oh man that's too young for a
0: donut hey man drinking that drinking life dude and uh mm-hmm. he was fucking pissed he was like livid that we bought him a hemorrhoid donut as a joke and then sure enough like seven days later he was using it he was like fuck you guys you're assholes and then like i caught him just sitting there drawn sitting on the donut and i was like yep i'm sure it's comfy i don't know I
1: mean, especially when you got
0: pain in that rear yeah, when your butthole's all jacked up, yeah, dude. I mean, I'd sit in a donut. But once again, another thing about being sober, my butthole's just great. There you go. Yeah, so, there you go, people. Put that out in the world. Hope you're listening to this at work.
1: <laughs> well, it, it has an E for explicit next to it. That yeah, was it one does. of the first yeah, things okay. I made
0: sure to do. Yeah. So I can't that we stop. Did, I can't say, stop until I get enough. Say saying bad words, dude. I just can't help it. Yeah, i Tried hard too to not talk about my butthole. I think this is the first one I've done it. So you've you've gone this you've gone three minutes without doing it or mm-hmm. two minutes. Very no. I'm very comfortable on the podcast now. Uh yes, it's true. The first couple
1: we were not very comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. for those of you listeners who have followed us since the beginning, it's we're but... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I've I've gone back, and it's it's nice. Hey, it's always hard in the beginning, right? When you're yeah.
0: Uh, Oh yeah, dude. We don't. We still don't really know. There's no script. We're just two dudes mm-hmm. talking.
1: Um, that was my spitball for. Yeah. So, if you guys didn't know, we do have a few sponsors I want to tell you about. Um, Green Camel Press is a company I do with another friend of mine, and we're doing some work today, and we make Christmas cards among uh, many other things. But we have those available for sale at greencamelpress.com um there we you can get yourself a green camel press t-shirt and working on new stuff all the time i'm very excited my partner just got an ipad with the procreate so he's he's stoked about that so oh um, yeah we're gonna do all kinds of cool stuff and i guess
0: jerry said that the new uh, procreate has like is gonna There's have an animation update. capabilities uh, yeah by the end of the year there'll be a new update for cool. it it'll be gangster so, so yeah, yeah right on John's dromedary right on man welcome to 2005
1: hmm um I also want to tell you about a couple other podcasts um rashida and John uh this podcast that I do with my girlfriend and we talk about all the fun exciting things of relationship and health and fitness and you know being in <laughs> uh, a partnership and stuff like that and you know I, I, I mean, maybe I sound a little facetious but it's genuinely something I enjoy you know doing with her and I feel like there's some genuine value to people who might be interested in that stuff.
0: Yeah, so. absolutely. I just chuckle because it's adorable. Oh, you're very sweet. And um, I'm uncomfortable with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we are Gen Xers, and you know, dealing with our feelings. Gen X not great, not great at it. Oh, yeah. Deal dude. with their their sentiments
0: very well. Um, Apathy, dude. Apathy. And the
1: uh, the latest episode of Gluten is Not Your Problem with our friend Walter. He just, what did we talk? I think we talked about soup for like 30 minutes. Um, Again? (laughs) Condensed. Uh, (laughs) We talked about all kinds of soup. Uh Um, But we then, in another uh, episode coming out, we also talked about, um, I guess he was a clown for a metal band or a punk band. Like he was the mascot and his name was, the band was named Pepto-Dismal. Pepto-Dismal, yes. Do you remember this? Shit, yes. I forgot all about that. Oh my God. So he told the story of Pepto Dismal, which apparently they had been up all night partying at some show. They, you know, they played a show and he was walking home and it was like seven or eight or nine or ten in the morning, whatever. It was very early in the morning. And he tried to go into the Key Bank building in Eugene, Oregon to go show his mom his costume. So what do you think a group full of clowns rolling up to a bank uh, looks like? yeah like a robbery morning, like yeah. a fucking robbery so he was held there by the, the police they all came they saw him coming and they had everybody with their head anyhow he tells the story about how he walked into a bank just dude like a clown
0: at 10 I, that man in his situational awareness remember when i bought you guys all ski masks <laughs> uh-huh. i bought y'all ski masks for christmas and it was actually and it was a joke you know because ski masks are like criminal shit and i thought yeah. it was funny and then, yeah, it was really cool. We had a cold snap in Seattle, and he walked into the Valero station wearing his fucking ski mask buy a pack of cigarettes, and the fucking dude got so mad at him. He was like, you get out of here. He's like, what? 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 What's wrong? And the guy's like, cigarettes. get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
1: you dress like a criminal. Yeah. In a trench coat and a ski mask. In a
0: ski mask, exactly. You know, you get a pack of Camel Reds. Can't get a pack uh, of red apples.
1: So I guess I mean maybe S could be for uh,
0: situational
1: awareness, but um, yeah,
0: but ski mask. I thought
1: I thought so. Go check out those podcasts too. I thought we could condense a few different um, uh, S words. Uh, I always so I was thinking we could talk about self harm. We could talk about yeah. self medication, and we could mm-hmm. talk about self care. Now, um, I did i never cut myself yeah. i never did any sort of that i guess i don't i don't know the the world of, of like self harm and stuff like that very well i've only talked to people and i have i have friends who have done it mm-hmm. but um so i've never done it directly except when i used to get well, when i used to get drunk um, and i would do things and it would always come up in fights in relationships when i would be drunk and i would punch myself in the head like i would i would beat on my forehead not like i wouldn't punch myself in the eye because i felt like that hurt too much or punch myself (laughs) in the cheek like i don't know you know what i
0: mean like yes dude yes
1: so i would just pound and i would have these big gnarly bruises on my forehead Mm -hmm. um and it would just be out of like anger and through a little bit of um therapy and um a lot of other things but a little bit of therapy and trying to figure out what i came to realize was that and this is in my early 20s right so this is this is like 20 years ago that i had been i had been hit by my father as a as a young child and so when i felt um like i had done something wrong or i was in a bad situation or whatever i was just replacing that abuse myself. I was inflicting it on myself because that's what I was used to. So mm-hmm. we do those things that, you know, I, as an alcoholic, like, Oh, well, it's fine. It, it feels terrible. Or it's, um, it's uh, whatever abuse or whatever things we get used to they're almost that misery loves, not misery loves company, but it's just our normal. So that was one thing that I used to do as far as, self-harm goes not to mention all the you know drugs and alcohol and, and stuff like that right, that's like right. the direct physical harm that I can remember um, doing to myself
0: right were you ever involved in any sort of yeah dude of course okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well I, I cut myself all through high school but I wasn't quite drinking actually I cut myself a lot less when I started drinking but I would get into fights. Yeah, I'd get into fights in relationships, and I would i just flat out clock myself. I'd try to knock myself out and shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't go to therapy or anything. But even about it, I should have. I probably still should, but I don't really – I don't punch myself in the face at all anymore because I'm like, that really fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. And also I'm not blackout drunk. But I, I honestly, once I parse it out and cut it up, I feel like – mine was more emotionally kind of an emotional abuse that was like me abusing the other person emotionally and i really think Mm -hmm. it was a manipulative thing it was absolutely manipulative like i am so upset that i need to fucking hit and there was a lot of anger and a lot of self-hatred behind it but i think i'll the entirety of my alcohol, active alcoholism, had everything to do with self-hatred, you know. with mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really get into the roots of it a lot because I'm just more reconciling with just living the way I live now. So I try to be aware of what it was, but I try not to think about, not think about it, but dwell on it too much because it's almost like I'm done with that and I don't need that anymore. So it's like a device I don't need anymore. It doesn't serve me. It actually harms me. But but when i do chop it up and look at it i mean i had awful self-esteem i mean i still probably don't have the greatest of self-esteem so it's gotten a lot better i like myself did you now did it, did it feel good when you cut yourself like when you were a kid or it's, like it hey, was you cool. know what it was mine was a ploy for attention because mm-hmm. the only time i ever got attention as a kid is when i was hurt you know hmm. so i felt like as a teenager i think i honestly now that i look back i honestly think when i was hurt everybody gave a shit about me other than that i was just a pain in the ass because i was so fucking angry and i was so frustrated that i was just a burden to everybody so to be felt i felt like i was that way i know i really wasn't i know that my parents were concerned about me and the people around me cared about me but when you're 16 you're just a mess dude you're just a mess you don't you're working with hormones and crazy tools that you have no idea how to wield yeah and so I just reached out like a kid, and so I would hurt. Even as a kid, when I was a little kid, I would ask my I would ask my mom to put band aids on me because I knew that if I were in pain, then I would get affection. So I always felt like, well, if I get hurt, I'll get affection. You know, Co- Coco's about is that, to give some say, is... <laughs> About to give him some real affection right now. Is everything
1: all right over the kennel?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, he's just barking just to make a jubilant noise of pain in the ass. You know? Like, okay. Hey, Dad's doing a podcast. Let's bark. <laughs>
1: He's also, I'm dad.
0: I'm a dog dad now. Yeah. yeah, he has been pretty quiet all day. It's his witching hour in the evening. And I know Megan's hot out there, mic. like, hot mic. And I know my wife's in the living room, like, dog, shut Coco. <sighs> hush. Because I'm like, shut the fuck up. And she's like, hush, hush. She whispers at him. I don't scream at him. I'm just like, shut your ass, dude. You need to fucking mm-hmm. sip it but yeah it was all they're all for for me personally it was like a weird mixture of things though i can't say it was just this or this or this it was everything together in this poison you know it was like Mm -hmm. it was a ploy for attention as i got older it really did become about not just attention and manipulation but just an expression of how much i did not like myself and i couldn't stand myself but how scared i was of dying because i didn't never wanted to kill my i wanted to die absolutely and i've wanted to kill myself, but I was scared, scared of dying. So mm-hmm. I did what I hear a lot. I just hoped that I would die in my sleep or just hope that something would happen and I would die and I'd be better off. Yeah. And, and, you know, with
1: that, with that hope, you know, I, I would find that there would, there would come a lot of reckless behavior. So yes. if something, if, if I died, then, you know, well, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it, but I, I'm not right. going to go, I'm not going to kill myself, but I'm not, and, Yeah. you know, it's funny as I went in for a physical yesterday and they were asking me about like depression and, Like, do you have, have you ever had any suicidal thoughts? And, you know, I try not to joke with these things because these people are serious and, you know, it's easy for me to be like suicidal thoughts, you know, like, who doesn't, you know, but that's not, that's, that's not helpful. But we have gallows humor though, you know, that's how we are. But I said to the, to the nurse, I was like, I certainly have in the past, but I haven't, you know, honestly in like four years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so I, you know, I drank for like 17 and I've been sober for four. And this is before I even saw the doctor. She's got this whole questionnaire about depression and sadness. Right. They do this to
0: me too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like stuff like, have you ever been to jail? You know, um, drugs and alcohol and all this stuff. And so, um, and I, I, one of the things that they said was, have you are you been depressed like you know is it like a few times a week like six times a week like how often do you get depressed and i said well i mean sometimes it comes and goes in a day and then you know in the a few minutes you know and i something comes over me and then i'm done but the the follow up question was do you think it affects what you need to do or want to do and i was like oh no mm-hmm. not really so i feel like i'm working with that but uh pretty well these days um but she they asked me about, it was just weird, the whole suicidal thoughts thing. And I, again, I didn't want to be flippant, but I said, sure. I've had suicidal thoughts. i wanted to die. Is that the same thing? You know, like, I don't know. Right. I don't, I want don't to, know.
0: That's a good question. I don't want to that? parse
1: it out. Or, or And I don't want to mince words with the doctor. And I don't want to be seen as flippant while I'm trying to get my physical here. But um, I don't think that. And one of them was like, "Do you, have you had homicidal thoughts? And I was like, well. You ever waited tables for a living? Like,
0: you know, <laughs> come on, that was a good joke. He probably laughed at that I one. didn't
1: say that. I just oh, said no. Have. I just I didn't I don't want it. I didn't I wasn't sure if at one point in the questioning they were gonna be like, oh, we have someone to take you to your room, Mr. Staley. Like, you know, <laughs> we're just gonna need your shoes, your belt. You know, I didn't right. want so um but yeah, I and I think later on, I think this the the self-harm part of it was really
0: I got. I think I got tired of hitting myself
1: in the face eventually. Right.
0: And, and I think what we're talking about are the big versions of self-harm because you know it occurs to me that there are also really subtle versions of self-harm where you put yourself into positions, into situations where you know that there will be emotional or physical harm at the end of it somehow. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like going to a bar and being angry and starting fights because you know you're going to get your ass kicked in and you know that oh, you deserve yeah. to get your ass kicked in. You know, or, or mm-hmm. just acting out in that manner. I mean, I think a lot of people start fights because they think they can win a fight, but I think a lot of people start fights because they want to get beat up. You know, like yeah. all that shit. I mean, there's there's so many versions of it, and all, all It can exist without alcoholism, though, but it, alcohol seems to be a big catalyst for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the extra. It's like nitro. Mm-hmm. It's like the nitrous, the nitrous tanks in those stupid car Fast and Furious movies. It's the turbo. It's the turbo, dude. Mm -hmm. Because you're already driving fast sober and then you get a couple of fucking Mike's Harder lemonades in there and you're ready to... (laughs) Pour
1: that on your anger, your ego.
0: Yeah, you're ready to rob a bank with a GTO, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But So, yeah, I think I
1: I was involved in a lot of reckless behavior with a lot of dangerous people in a lot of precarious situations where it's like, well, how did I get myself here and why am I doing this? And this person's got like... Like, I don't know how I, uh, when I look at myself now, it's like, how did I let this person who's got a suitcase full of drugs and guns into my bedroom? Like, right. I'm just a fucking bartender who likes to drink a little bit. And... A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but
0: that's what I thought of myself. Yeah, your you know? justification, right. But the, you let that guy in your bedroom because he had drugs in his suitcase. He yeah. wanted to do those drugs. And I was like, yeah. okay, we'll do the And drugs. maybe he might give you money too. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's like, Show me that butthole and I'll give you some money. Eh, you know, I... It's... Boom. That's two buttholes in one mm-hmm. podcast. Boom. Anyway, yeah. You never know, though. It's like, he has drugs. There's a opportune moment. Plus, this is dangerous enough that something bad might happen to me, which I might deserve. Well, I most likely um, deserve... I feel like I deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. That,
1: that but, I mean, I
0: mean, we'd start digging into that shit, you know? I mean, that, that goes... I don't know. It almost goes outside of all. It's like a whole different podcast there. I think mm-hmm. sometimes, but it's but it it's hand in glove though. So I um yeah I I just I
1: I like the idea that the self harm is also putting yourself in just reckless. Like I don't, I don't care. I mean yeah I don't want to kill myself because that I don't think that I could I could do that or I you know the whole like feeling feeling like a coward because you want to die but you know I would want to die. But I wouldn't. I was. I was afraid to kill myself. I. I couldn't. I couldn't take because. Well, one, I didn't have a gun, and so I thought like that would be the easiest way. Let's just shoot myself. But yeah, like you don't want to gun. Jump off the Aurora Bridge or anything. Didn't want to jump off a bridge or slip my wrists. Right. And I think all that there was. I think there was one time where I fucking broke the window, and I think I like pretended to try and cut myself, but I didn't really Mm want to cut myself. I just wanted attention. Right. And that seems so. I'm I look back on it and I mean it's it's really fucked up and and really tragic and really like um I just not uh, there was there was a lot of a lot of working through a lot of damage you know yeah absolutely yeah so, yeah
0: of of course but the, um you know we're doing it right now we're gonna chop yes. it up right now I, I take 120 an hour Yes, yeah. <laughs> somebody else was talking about 50 bucks giving, an hour
1: they were like well you know you're not supposed to be happy all the time you know and, no. and it was like yeah. you know you're supposed to feel that we were making some joke about therapy and like you're not supposed to feel happy all the time there's this whole array of human emotion and if you just felt happy all the time then what's the point like if you're god forbid you know the, your cat dies like you're not supposed to be right. happy i mean no. i don't know there's the whole like amor fati. Are you familiar with this Stoic, is uh, it like Roman or Greek term? Not it basically familiar. means to be happy, with, happy with your fate, and it just means like this is happening. I'm you're stuck in traffic. Amor fati. Like I I'm I'm thankful and grateful for this because this is where I'm supposed to be. But like you
0: know? to be elated, like that's dumb. To be elated, it's okay to be sad, just inert. Well, I love the word inert, but it's okay. I love just even. I always say even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't have a stomach ache. I don't have a headache. I'm not throwing gross farts. Like I'm not sad. I'm not happy. I'm not anything. I'm just here. I'm just existing in the moment. I'm mindful. It's just everything's happening around me. I'm a rock in a stream. It feels good. I'd rather have that than anything, really. If I could just walk around like that. But I also want to feel sad. If my cat dies, I want to be sad. You know, my little girls growing up, I want that to be bittersweet. It has to be. There's Mm -hmm. no other way around it and we can i can do the comparative alcoholism thing where i wouldn't have felt that i wouldn't have felt that back then back then it wouldn't have made sense i'd just drink it i'd just drink it but yeah. now i feel it yeah man i look at this kid she's 9 she's going to be 10 in a few months her legs are long she's like a little person she had a fucking nervous breakdown cuz she couldn't figure out what clothes she was going to wear to school this morning and i'd like got so pissed off at her i was like I am so mad at you right now. I'm going to have your mom talk to you. And I had to like walk out of the room because I'd been waiting for her to get dressed. And it turns out like I had to sit down and think and I was like, damn, she's super sad because she's afraid that she's bummed that we're going to lose the cat, that someone's going to come and, you know, Mm -hmm. find the real owner for the cat and that she's going to take the cat. And so, you know, I had to go back to her later and be like, look, I didn't mean to get impatient with you and be mad at you, but maybe it wasn't about the clothes at all it wasn't and now i realize that and i'm sorry you feel sad but we've got a job to do in the morning i've got to get you ready that's my job and when you're not helping me do your, do my job i get frustrated so we got to help each other you know yeah so, and
1: that's hey, hell that's a hell of a way to be able to talk to your kid you know right most people I don't talk have to her like that. that
0: all the time she's just like dang we were talking about something last night when we were lying in bed and i was like was that we we're talking about my daughter getting splinters in her feet or something a few years ago, and I was like, "Was I still drinking then?" I don't remember that. Like, I must have been drunk. And my wife's like, "Yeah, you were pretty drunk." I was mm. like, "Fuck, dude." Well, I feel ashamed. Good night, ladies. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's all—it all comes with it. It all—you have to do it all. What's the other S? It's self harm. So self medication, which is a pretty I, I, self-explanatory. I self-explanatory. But, um, which is another S. But I, 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 I
1: self medication. So I. I when I think about my drinking and I think about it in a way as treating it, when I first started, it became this thing where you're like, oh, wow, or this is, this is great. This makes me feel good. This
0: takes away all the bad feeling. Right. Like I said, I stopped cutting myself. As soon Mm -hmm. as as I started drinking, Mm -hmm. I was like, what do I need to cut? I feel great. Yeah. And
1: so I would remember times where I would begin to create sort of equations about, dosages and what I could Mm. and couldn't have and what was enough. And so it became this thing where it was like, well, I'm working. I feel terrible. I feel like hell. And so all the little rules about, well, don't take your dosage until you get to work. And I was, you know, I was tending bar, so it was pretty easy for me to get the booze. But then, you know, I would take one shot of Jägermeister about every 40 minutes. And that was, that was my dosage. Damn, you had the the math.
0: That's fucking, I did not know you had the math. (laughs)
1: It didn't happen every single time. There was, there was this I get it. Yeah. I had a little like,
0: math, but my math was way fuzzier than... I didn't have times. Like, I didn't have every 40 minutes. My math was like, okay, we got to do... We can only drink... Like, in a three-hour span, you can only have, like, maybe six. Mm-hmm. You can only have six. And then from there, if you make it past the six and you're still standing, then you can, like, just do whatever you want. But in that first, like, three hours, you can only That's do not six. really
1: a... a that's it's an awful
0: plan. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> and who the fuck is like, you're only allowed to have six drinks in three hours. That's like two drinks an hour. And That's, if you which, make it, you can have more. Well, of course I'm yes. going to try and make it because I yeah. want more. Right. Cause I'm that was like, I'd like to fall back. Eight. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm thinking about 20 mm-hmm. manana, like tomorrow morning. I want 20, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, yeah. Those are my plans though. Like you can only have six in three hours. And then from there, if you're still out and about and running around, then whatever, all bets are off. But if you're at home in bed, then you made it, you know. And I, the
1: whole medication thing, you know, we when we think about medicine, we think about mm-hmm. ailments. And right. um, I would, and I didn't do this until later, like late stage, my later stages of alcoholism where I would drink quite a bit in the morning just to kind of get through and get up and get through the day, you know? Right, Um, yeah. But hangovers were definitely, I'd wake up, and if I didn't have to work or, you know, whatever it was, it was like, oh, let's crack a Budweiser, cold Budweiser, nothing like that to help you, you know, freshen up and, you know, wake up. Those hangovers where you wake up at 8 in the morning still a little drunk because you can't sleep anymore. You're so... You're like You're buzzed hot. and wired and hot. Yeah. My face would be hot. My lips would be bright red. Yeah. And never did I think
0: that there was anything wrong other than, Isn't that funny? I need a drink. It's so Isn't weird to me now. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, like I, t- I talk to normal, I don't know how to, uh, I talk to non alcoholics. Yeah. And they're like, How are you doing today? And like, every once in a while, I feel a little cheeky, you know, and I'm like, I'm doing great. I'm not hungover. So that's awesome. And they kind of chuckle because they think my hangover was the same as their hangover. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like a day, like four hours of feeling icky. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I had too many fucking roses last night, mm-hmm. you know? They realized like I intentionally gave myself the flu three days straight. That I yes. gave myself the flu every day. Every single day yeah. I gave myself the flu. But mm-hmm. then sometimes that flu would last like five days. But mm-hmm. what does it doesn't matter if it lasted five days? Because I'm fucking hungover every day anyway. And they were like death. They were like, I wish I were dead hangovers. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's so hard to explain to a non-alcoholic, which is fine. I'm glad that they don't have to experience that because it sucks ass.
1: There were some there were some times when I was working at this place, and it was like a 25 minute drive from where I lived, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have to be at work until like four or four or five in the afternoon, something like that. I think it was like four. And I remember the drive, and I remember being so hungover and so shaky, and I could barely like see that I was, I thought I was going to die on the road. I thought at some point I was going to kill somebody or kill myself. Like, and so somewhere around there, somewhere around like 2012, maybe, or 12 or 13. I feel like that's when I started drinking in the morning and I would just drink, just drink beers (laughs) because I thought to myself that I felt so horrible. I needed at least a couple, two or three beers before I got behind the wheel of the car to go to work where I would drink more. Yeah. And because I felt, you know, I felt that I was more competent and comfortable because I was relaxed behind the wheel. than when I was at that heightened sense of anxiety and fear and panic in the, in this, the hangover from drinking, I don't know, three quarters of a bottle of rum the night before or vodka or two and a half bottles of wine and four beers which kind of you know depending on if we had parties God damn. I would but right. I would take whatever home whatever I could you know mm-hmm. um, I would always load up the trunk with whatever was extra or left over or anything like that um, so there was always this sense of of medicating in that there was an ailment there was a problem it wasn't even just you know it went it was such a it was an acute there was an acute physical reaction and acute physical pain to the drinking that oftentimes rarely did I even get to the deeper emotional suffering
0: maybe mm-hmm. sometimes
1: in the drunk the night before maybe through thinking I was going to write some poetry or call some people or leave some awful Facebook posts in the middle of the night or listen to music and kind of cry if mm-hmm. if that if that's what, whatever I could find but rarely
0: do I remember even like it was, I was seriously, dude, listening I'm to I'm like, laughing like it, uh, because the, the way you're saying it, I know exactly what yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like you're sitting there in your conscious mind going, gee, what's on the menu for tonight? Is it going to be calling someone at three in the morning? Is it going to be trying to write a poem? Is it going to be just listening to a sad song and crying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, huh, what am I going to do tonight?
1: <laughs> what what flavor? <laughs> the idea is so absurd sadness. to me now. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like, what? What harmful, self-harming, sad thing am I going to do to myself mm-hmm. tonight? Mm, you know what? It's going to be listen to the Doobie Brothers and cry. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, something what, you're totally what, irreverent and weird, you know. like What
1: flavor of Morrissey would I like to listen to tonight? You know? Right,
0: and just, like, cry about how it didn't work for me. None of it. And pick something None it didn't it. work for me and cry. None yeah, of None of it. Some girlfriend I had.
1: Mm-hmm. some job i didn't get some the, yeah it was it was a life that i wasn't leading you know it was a right. it was a life that i that i would never get to attain because the fucking world had it out for me fuck the world right mm-hmm. yeah um but that i i just remember that you know looking back there was so much maintenance of just the physical feeling of like being awake that i never even it was it was so difficult To make it through the day without drinking. I couldn't. I didn't. It was impossible.
0: Well, you're in the right place, John.
1: (laughs) Is that what they say? Yeah. That's what they always say. You're in the right place, man. (laughs) And it's so
0: funny I lose my perspective on that. It's just like when I was writing that thing this morning for Instagram. I lose perspective. I have to remember. I have to remember. And so I appreciate that. I was just wanted you to compliment me on it again. That's the only reason I brought it up. But I um I, 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 I do. I tend to get in my life with my wife and my child and my dog and my cat and, like, my games. And I don't even really play as much as I used to. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, just doing my little things. And I forget that there used to exist me that walked in a circle all the time. Just like yeah. in the, It was almost like a prison movie where they just walk in the yard, you know? And that's mm-hmm. all I did all day was a circle of, like, wake up hungover, drink a beer, go to work. Go to the liquor store, come home, drink, go to a bar maybe if I had some money, probably not, and then go to sleep, and then once again get up, you know, and always got to get that liquor store by at least seven before they close, and drink that three quarters of a fifth, drink the whole fifth maybe if I don't have to work tomorrow, and that Mm -hmm. circle, it's just that circle, and it's almost like you're pulled in the gravity of it at one point, and you're just not even a conscious of doing it, you're just doing it. Man, that's I forget. And I yeah. have to, that, and that's another reason why I like going to meetings, is to remember. Mm-hmm. Right, I, it's I just, you know. That's I a just, great analogy of walking the yard.
1: Cause yeah, is, you are it's walking the yard. It's a fucking prison, you know. You, it is. You do dude. the same thing. You get up, you get chow, you lift the weights, yep. you read your books, you go to mm-hmm. bed, you know, and it's just that I I forget it too, when it's yeah. such a cyclical thing, and when <laughs> when the people and the, the nurses are asking me these questions, and and I'm, I, you know, I want to answer honestly, but I also don't want to be taken away. So I go like, yes, this all happened like four years ago. I'm, I'm good now.
0: You You're know? like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I would do that at exams too, though. Last mm-hmm. time I saw the doctor, I was like, just so you know, I'm a fucking giant drunk and I don't drink anymore. So, so, you know, we should so, do some liver and kidney tests. Cause I was... A- made a booze and fucking diarrhea and cigarettes. And what did they say? Did you get kidney tests or did you get liver tests? Yeah, they gave me well, they didn't give me liver tests. they test an enzyme in your liver okay. and I'm fine. They're okay. like, you're good. Actually, you know what? I was I was high in one bilirubin, which was a type of bile made in your gallbladder. But that was also when I weighed like two hundred and ten pounds. Bilirubin? They haven't done yeah, bilirubin, B I L I R U B Like hey, can
1: we get bilirubin over here?
0: Over here, over here with the uh, elevated blood pressure. I'll get a BLT. Can you get Bill a Hey, And Bill, he's like, yeah. He's like, hey, buddy, your gallbladder's made of shit. But, uh, everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, I feel fine now. I should go in for another checkup soon. I feel healthier than I've ever felt. I ran a mile and a half without Christ. stopping now. I've cranked it up. Cranked Ew. it up, Johnny. I, yeah, mile and a half now. So I went, like we were talking, I was like, I almost got a mile. And then we were talking again and be like, I got a mile. And then yesterday I ran the mile and a half. My goal is just do a 5K. I just want to be able to run the entire three miles all the way through. So slowly. I think hopefully by this time next year, I'll be doing it. Because nice. I don't run every day. I run three days a week. Or I run two days a week.
1: Well... On that sometimes note, I, haven't, three. I haven't run in the last four or five days just because I Oh man, you're fucking up. Leg. What are we
0: going to talk about during the <laughs> podcast if you're not running, dude? Now <laughs> well, I got to talk was, about my
1: running. I got to get my leg x ray to check out this nerve, you know, and so see if there's make sure there's no real Do you damage. You
0: think he damaged it in Joshua Tree?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't mm. know what happened, but uh, was it hot,
0: hot, tingly electricity? Well, it goes let's it's not, figure this down out here. To my
1: toe, it goes down to my toe <laughs> oh. sometimes, so yeah, it's, there's something up. Anyhow, I got to get the blood work too and see what right. they say, but I think everything is um i just wanted to say real quick a quick aside so jerry's wearing this this t-shirt uh by this band the bronx and the bronx is like a punk band right and my yeah rock -hmm. and roll punk band yeah but they're rock part of the screen so we for those of you who don't know we do this you know um long long distance over but so part of the screen it cut off the the one end of the x so it looks like his shirt just says the brony and I really wish that it did. <laughs> dude, like really... the little X, and I was like, it cuts it off there. It's
0: like the brony. Holy shit, that's so rad. I should get a picture of you that. You should just
1: put a piece of black tape over that. And just and wear it, it to work one day. It just... says the brony. Yes. That's not a bad idea, dude. And see if anybody notices. You know? I've tattooed
0: a few bronies too, dude. Yeah? Yeah, they're nice guys. I guess, I don't know. I'm like uh Huh? that's it I'm like man you got some giant nipples bro doesn't have to do with anything at all, anything just... at all. people have giant nipples people are bronies hey sometimes the two meet in a Venn mm-hmm. diagram of what the fuck you know yeah
1: so so back to self-medication I just I had to say that before I, before I forgot before I the did. brony um it was it was definitely there were there were there were dosages and there were times and there was yeah you, know, you used to talk about how Oh, well, I'll wait till five o'clock, right? Because yes. you would work. Yeah. You work day shift. I mostly work nights, and I would even, you know, I would have these things where I would like, well, I'm not going to drink at work because that's yeah, a, I never well, not
0: till the end. I didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, you know.
1: And then it was just every hour on the hour. Um, and I've told the story about how I got pulled over and I'd been drinking, and it was, it was just you know frightening, and I it wasn't enough to stop, but I I really felt like I needed it, and it's so boggling to me you know today to think that that I didn't see a way out so you know I really try to remember that when I'm especially with people I know who still drink heavily and don't see my way of life as a way of life for them you know eh, might go, not be and for them. I was talking about it with a friend of mine today and you know this thing where it's like I can't tell somebody like hey you're destroying your life. You're gonna die, or if you're not gonna die, you're certainly gonna make the last years of your life as painful and as miserable as they possibly can be. Right. Because I've heard it. I've seen it. Like, and yeah. that's that's what happens here. If you don't die yeah. swiftly, it will be long, slow, and painful. Oh man. He yeah. Was the my friend was talking about his brother and how his brother, who's older than him and is like in his fifties and his smokes and drinks and. And he's like, he's got kids, you know, and he drinks and smokes like a fish, you know? And, and I was just like, there's nothing that we can do. There's nothing we can do to say or say to them and say, you can't wag your finger at somebody. It's just like, the only thing you can do is to allow them to continue and be
0: available when they come knocking. Right. They come knocking. And you don't, I mean, I always felt like I don't co-sign on their shit either though. Like. My, you don't I don't know. No, I don't. I try not to. My mm-hmm. idea has always been like, my door's open to you when you want to stop. My door's not open to you when you're fucked up and need somewhere to be, because I'm not the place for you to be when you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. You want to stop? I'll give you a ride. I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll take the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll have my wife give us a ride. Right? You can ride the handlebars of my bike. Exactly. Yeah. Get on
1: the spokes. But That's what cool. I'm
0: saying is like, I, I can't, I can't cosign on that shit anymore. Yeah. Like, I just can't, man. I can't, I can't just, I mean, not that I'm ever in that situation anyway. I don't have very many friends and I have work friends and you mm-hmm. and like friends I play video games with, but like, I don't have drink. I don't have like drunk friends. I do, but my drunk friends like have their own lives. We don't hang out. You know? And
1: they've, they've since they've left you alone and you've left them alone. Well,
0: yeah. huh? And then the new people I meet that are drunks, I can tell, I can tell exactly what they are within at least. A few days of meeting them, oh, you're just mm-hmm. like me, but you're fucking run, run riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're friendly. I like you. You make me laugh, but we ain't hanging out like that no, because no. you're gonna fucking wild out and get all weird and shit. And I can smell it on people now, much stronger. Yeah, isn't than that I used crazy? To, yeah,
1: you know. And I don't, I don't, I rarely, I don't ever say anything to anybody. But there's just situations I've been in where I go. This is not the place nor the time of day that I would expect to smell booze and then I think about times where I would go I would be day drunk and go buy a $75 mm-hmm. pair of sneakers and right. like some $18 socks cuz I thought they were cool. Sir, you know? this is a Wendy's. <laughs> so I mean I always try to remember, you know, not to look at not look with disdain or judgment, you know, because they're but for the grace of God go eyes. Exactly. I, I here. also
0: love that your 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 cool sneakers are seventy five dollars.
1: I know. You're like I gotta get was, those
0: cool ass sketchers. This was like <laughs> this was like fifteen years ago, but yeah. And I know they were yeah. Simples,
1: thank you very much when I was wearing oh, those. Oh you're right,
0: they're the simple I took you shoe shop and we were both drunk, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. So I got some simples because I was really into those. But yeah. No, the shoes I buy now are well I I'm, I'm excited Sagenese. when they're on sale for $75. New balances.
0: Mm-hmm. I know this is non-alcoholic related, but I have well, to buy start I, buying comfortable shoes, and I'm bummed. So,
1: if you want to get good running shoes,
0: I've so, got. Well, the Nikes oh, okay. are fine. I just
1: need good, like living oh, life shoes. I just like the Merrells because they have a wide toe box, so your feet can actually be relaxed.
0: Send me a link. I I'll will. check it out. They're I not will. like those gross toe shoes, are they? No, right? they're not. I but I want to try those shit. out. I want to get a pair. Uh, uh-uh. No, <laughs> the man. Sock, they're, they're like, like steel Fred socks. Flintstone. I yeah. hate them. Hate them. I just. And hate's a strong-ass word. Like, I hate them. I see them, and I'm like, goddamn Fred Flintstone. Or they have, no. like,
1: running sandals that are, like, they look like the Jerusalem cruisers with, like, they yeah, kind of, nah, like...
0: If I could figure out a way to run in wingtips,
1: I would. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, if there's any shoe, uh, if there's any, if they, what if they made a running shoe that looked like wingtips?
0: They look Did like spectators, like the black and white. Uh-huh. Yeah, spectators, hell yeah. i just run in a suit. Um, if I, I just try to figure out ways to wear suits all the time now, and it just doesn't work.
1: Well, so I think this, um, you know, talking about running and talking about exercise and talking about taking care of yourself and looking good and stuff like that, I think, is a great segue to talk about our final and third S, uh, which is self
0: care. I thought you were going to talk about a sponsor. I thought we were going into a commercial. Yeah, Yeah, it sounded like like we were segueing into a commercial. I was like, what does he have up his sleeve? I'll I'll try to knock that shit off. uh, You're like Blue Apron.
1: Blue. Welcome to Blue Apron. Welcome to. We With have no box. sponsors.
0: We might get one one day. Sherry's one berries. Day. Remember what does that one, do? I don't berries know. Mark Maron is always like, "Hey, check out Sherry's berries. They got <laughs> them covered in chocolate. I buy them from my cat Boomer." <laughs> is that your Mark
1: Maron impression?
0: Yeah. Or does he really say that? Hey, no, that's what he says. Mm. Hey, I'm Mark Maron. I'm I'm an alcoholic too. He doesn't really talk about it too much. Very. Nah, nah. I mean, I think he's just kind of one of those dudes is like, "Yeah, I'm over it. I used to get fucked up and now I don't." So what do you want? Mm-hmm. He doesn't think too much like we do. He thinks too much in a different way than we do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um so self-care is this self-care. word that gets thrown around, and I would say thrown around because I read it, I see it in magazines, I see it um I see it on Instagram plenty, I guess. I guess Instagram is the new waiting room magazine of choice. Pretty much,
0: yeah. And then it's a picture of like a glass of water with some cucumber slices and a banana. And it's like hashtag self-care. Banana water. Um, (laughs) So I I am
1: hesitant to rain on anyone's parade. But I think I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway because I am – I come from a place of concern and care, and I think it's important to take care of yourself, and I think it's important to right. take time for yourself. I fear that, oftentimes, the deep hard work of taking care of oneself gets lost in this idea of pampering, and and saying, "Oh no, I can't do this. I've got to, I've got to take care of myself," and I, I can't speak for anybody else. I just get this bad vibe from a lot of these smaller sponsored ads or people talking about self-care. yeah but they monetize that shit i get really uncomfortable and i i think about what it took for me to get to where i'm at and you know the self-care is is has to do with self-discipline it has to do with you know and that's the biggest one is the discipline because What do they say? When the motivation's not there, that's fine. Forget about motivation. You do it because you're disciplined, because you do it every day, right? Mm -hmm. Same reason I don't drink. It's not because I go, I wake up and I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. I'm not too motivated to be sober today. It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I I don't say that to myself. I go, you don't drink because you don't drink. Yeah. So I don't want to diminish anyone's self-care needs and i can't speak for anyone but myself that being said um i think things like massages are important i think things like um you know taking a mental health day to do nothing but sit around and scratch your ass is fine Mm -hmm. as long as it is coupled with things like exercise and good diet and journaling and actually not stuffing down the all the weird fucked up shit that comes up when one quits drinking you know because that was part of the self-care that was really hard and painful and scary and i hated it and i would come home and i'd be crying and my girlfriend would be like what's wrong and i'd be like i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean like right. i just talked about my dad with some guy in his living room we drink tea and read
0: from his book and i don't know what's going on right what's for dinner banana water banana water right like so so yeah and i I think i understand what you mean because you mean like when we refer to it in this podcast we don't refer to it as a hashtag trendy hashtag thing where you're going to the salon or going to a a place to get your feet touched or whatever Mm -hmm. we're talking about the actual self-care in the sense of forgiving yourself and working through some things on yourself Yeah, self-health would be a better word for it.
1: Self-health.
0: Yes, and it rhymes too, kind of. self-health. Self-health. Yo, today I did a four-step and I cried like a motherfucker. Hashtag (laughs) self-health.
1: There you go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's
0: good, Jerry. Yo, today I pulled a mental scab off of something gross. Mm
1: Self-health. Hashtag self-health.
0: I just made that up on the spot That's good. because self-care is one. cause I always tried, especially with the, the, a, the, the a, AIFA posts I make online. And I'm not a lot of, I mean, I'm not like, I don't, whatever. Not a lot of people see my shit, but whatever. What I guess my point is I always try to write in there, like, be good to yourself. Like mm-hmm. be good, like forgive yourself. You're going to be all right. Like it's okay. Like you fuck up. Like I fucked up. I fuck up all the time. I fucked up this morning, man. I got mm-hmm. mad at my kid and she was fucking sad. I would hate that if I were sad and someone were like, get dressed, you know, like I'd be like, you fucking asshole, I'm sad, like, you know, so like I had to like apologize to her and explain shit and then forgive myself for being like that, because I used to get really mad at myself and be like, you're a fucking failure, I still do, I'm like, damn, you were really fucking all this shit up, that's usually when I get the angriest is I'm mad at myself, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, damn, dude. What are you doing all this AA shit and all this fucking self-help shit if you're just acting like a dingus all the time?
1: A dirty dingus.
0: A <laughs> dirty dingus. You want some pizza? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but, so I yeah, the forgiveness thing is huge. That's awesome. I mean, you would right. would you be doing anyone any good if you were still beating yourself up over
0: getting angry at your kid right now? No, because I would still be feeling guilty about it. I mean, I remember I called you on my birthday a couple years ago, a year ago, or two years ago, a year and over a year ago, and I got the dog, and I, like, flipped out on the dog, and then my daughter got all fucking bummed out, and I called you, and I was like, dude, I really fucked up, and, like, I acted like a real asshole, and even you were like, yo, you gotta fucking forgive yourself. Like, you gotta go Mm -hmm. fix that shit, and go in there and figure it out, you know, and Make your amends, but don't be too mad at yourself. You know, and I've gotten that advice from sponsors as well in the past. You know, my yeah. old sponsor, he's like, "You need to fucking stop being so hard on yourself. Like you're gonna make mistakes." Mm-hmm. You
1: know? I think the thing for me is to learn from that mistake.
0: Yeah, that's the I, thing, right? Yeah.
1: Otherwise, otherwise, there's no. Otherwise, it's just repeating the same cycles when I was drinking. Oh, right. fuck up, forgive myself. Fuck up, forgive myself. Right. Fuck up, forgive myself. Hurt somebody. Oh well. I have to forgive myself. Sorry, mm-hmm. you
0: know. And the thing is, like for me, it's I I learn, but I learn in real small steps. Like I take mm-hmm. my time because I tend to make the same mistake a lot, mm-hmm. and then I have to like like even in talking to you, and you're like, I need to learn from it, and then that helps me because it reminds me, oh, I need to sit down and assess this and do, you know, do some program work on it and or some you know do a little step work on it and see why. This makes me so mad. Like get Mm -hmm. to the root of it. We were talking the other day about at work about, you know, when about, you know, people talking shit and people saying like some really wild shit, like saying some stuff that's really fucking mean and insensitive and hurtful and trying to like hurt, hurt people, but thinking it's funny. Right. So we were Mm -hmm. talking about that. Like it came up as a conversation like, oh, you know, like when someone talks a bunch of shit because they think it's funny, but it's mean. And somebody I worked with had said, um, you know what I always do, Jerry? I always ask them, why do you think that's funny? Not even in a mean way, like what's funny about that? And it made me think about it because it's like, you know how you try to tell a joke and you fuck the joke up and then you have to explain the joke and the joke's no longer funny anymore? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like whenever someone says some wild shit in front of me, I always think, well, I would ask him, why do you feel that way? Or mm-hmm. why would you say that? Like, what about it bothers you? Because then they have to take it apart and actually hear it out of context, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the point of why I was telling that story. I was going somewhere with it. But I just thought it was really interesting. Oh, it's like doing that step work shit. Like, why Self-aware, do I do this? And yeah, why? Self-aware. Like, why am I mad that it took her this long to get dressed? Why well, were because you mad? I've Because I got calls from the school already twice this week about her being late last week. And even though my school is across the street and my wife drives her to the school. Mm. Right? So then I'm like, well, Mike, so who cares if you get a call for her being late? And I'm like, well, that reflects badly on me as a father. I'm not raising my kid good enough to know about being, do you know what I mean? Being Mm -hmm. punctual. But then I'm like, yeah, but has she been late this many times previous to that and i'm like uh not frequently but you know it's happened in the past but it hasn't happened in a while so i need to like break it all down and go back all the way back you know like Mm -hmm. you're not a failure jerry because your kid's late to school she just had a little hiccup this morning you know maybe had three hiccups this week
1: it was a bit of a catastrophe
0: it really was it was catastrophic dude Catastrophic. yeah (laughs) but now she's just feline dude you know Mm, that didn't work dude
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, I just, I feel like self-care. So one of the things I've learned in, in being, in being sober, and this is actually something, and, um, I learned, and I I don't know if I'm going to alienate some people, and I have some very conflicted views about this band, but I read, or I listened to Jordan Peterson's book that he wrote
0: a few years back. Uh And I disagree with a lot of what that guy has to say. But he says it's a good thing every once in a while, right? Is so, that the, so the I think he. I'm not I, saying he says it. I'm asking question mark.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. But one of the things that
1: I learned, and um, again, I have I have a lot of issues with this band and his, his ideologies. I do not agree with, and I think he's sorely misguided in a lot of ways. But. Um, and this is not a podcast about Jordan Peterson, but he was talking about having to parent yourself, treat yourself as if you are someone you are responsible to take care of. Right. So one of the Mm -hmm. things I was, I was reparented by people in the program, you know, by other men. Um, I, but I have learned that I have to treat myself as a kid who I don't want to. Well, you have to. Well, why? Because, that's what responsible people do and you want to be a responsible person. And so Mm -hmm. I go through this thing, whatever it is. I mean, maybe not being late for school, but, um, taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, uh, taking care of my financial responsibilities, all this stuff is like, so I, and I, again, that's for me, that's part of like the self care is care. If I had a child I had to care about, what if I was that child and that parent, which I am Yeah. because nobody Mm -hmm. is telling me, to not have, you know, eat two pints of ice cream every single night for right. Mm-hmm. I have to figure that out and go. You're
0: not allowed to do that. That's not what you do. And so, right that, that doesn't give you a healthy and happy. That doesn't give you a healthy life. Mm-hmm. Maybe not happy. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And I self, get it. Self health. It's self health. It's-, it's hard to pronounce though. That's it's not going to take off. Self so? health. Self health. Health. Self health. Self-help. Self-help, me, I'm falling. Hashtag. So, so. Yo, are you going to watch that Dolly Parton show on Netflix? I know. Wait, we'll talk about that later.
1: Um, uh, Maybe. I don't know. Looks There's like an- a bunch of Hallmark movies. There's another one called Game Changers all about vegan weightlifters that I'm kind of curious about, too. Really? Are you vegan now? Eh, i have eggs what are you what What the fuck are you dude (laughs) i'm i would say probably mostly vegetarian occasionally there's a can of tuna and a hard-boiled egg in my Mm -hmm. my life but i don't i don't mess with uh refined sugar really Mm. oh yeah neither does your girlfriend either no she doesn't do sugar at all but at all i don't i don't eat any red meat or chicken or pork or yeah um, i fucks with all of it but in moderation in moderation (laughs) moderately um, I've just found it i just found it easier you know to stick with the caloric hey I mean, man do what eat makes you feel a bowl of peppers and mushrooms and onions like, right. you can eat the fuck out of those all day yeah so yeah.
0: Um, do what makes you feel clean I was just curious I know yeah. we're going past all the hey, the alcoholism shit here but well, now we're going to talk think... about our diet and running Johnny to all... pepper when he's running <laughs>
1: but it's all tied in and I might he eat mashes a... the seeds into his I eyes a... for motivation I ate That's ate an apple while I was running <laughs> yeah
0: I know you um, did you fucking it's like russell crowe in a beautiful mind like just multitasking some some woman had a
1: bushel or a basket a bushel of apples a basket of apples on the side of the road said take one for free and i was running for us that was was you and i just ate the apple and i just kept running you got to be careful that you don't want to be like trying to swallow while you're fucking jogging and no you're life up i imagine Mm -hmm. yeah so I do think I do think fitness is a part of it and I would love to have a whole episode devoted to that and maybe we will next season year or whatever. Yeah. But um maybe F is for fitness, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But um
1: I think that it's just those things that I do that make me feel better about myself, man, it's not, it's not it just, is, it's
0: absolutely part of your recovery. I just joke about it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, how many have we done of these already? I mean, I don't even know what number of podcasts we're on. Sometimes we're going to veer off topic, you know? Yeah, and I think sure. the more we do, the more we kind of veer off the letter for the day, but it, I think we're on, whatever, dude. we're on 600 or something like that. No, something like that. I feel like I've been doing this forever. I feel like mm-hmm. I've been doing this longer than I've been sober. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, man, I just I just
1: I would just say to anybody who cares to listen to me that it's really important to me that the self-care comes with with discipline as much as it comes with pampering or Right. And healing, growth. Right. Growth. Healing, growth. yeah, because you gotta grow that shit, yeah. Instead yeah. of just
0: being like, hey, y'all might eat little macarons today and that's all I'm gonna do. And if that's all you wanna do, that's cool, but don't
1: Now that being but... said
0: Better heal it, from that shit.
1: Exactly. God damn right? it. <laughs> so, but that being said, if that's something that somebody wants to do, man, and there's been moments where I was like, you know what, then you commit to that, you enjoy that, you right. know, I would enjoy that, and then I would get mm-hmm. back on track the next day. Right. Because this was a,
0: yes, yeah, go ahead, I didn't mean to Just
1: you, the, that That moment of, of sitting around the house and eating macarons.
0: Um, macarons
1: macarons not macaroons but macarons is very important and I needed that so I'm going to indulge it I'm going to enjoy it I'm going to Mm -hmm. utilize it to the fullest and then I'm going to let it go within moderation within Within moderation yes but
0: that's the thing I was also was going to loop around to that too is I know that you have had while counting calories I imagine you have had slips and been like oh I probably shouldn't have eaten that or I went over my count but you don't beat yourself up over it you like forgive yourself and don't do that the next day do you know yes. what I mean? And just allow yourself your mistakes, you know? Yes. And try to learn from your mistakes and go, yes. okay, next time I know that eating three cookies is going to be 360 calories or whatever, and those are empty. That's an entire meal. So I learned from that mistakes. I will eat maybe one cookie, mm-hmm. you know, or half a cookie. If I have half cookie, then I can have some ice cream or whatever, you know? Yes, exactly. I you know, budget. I budget all day.
1: Point. It's true. Mm-hmm. So yesterday – I was running errands. I went to the doctor. I got the car wash. There was all kinds of stuff involved. And the car wash has a little hamburger stand next to it, right? Yeah. I'm also gonna go see a movie later on to that night. You know, last night. So just I was like, doctor, sleep
0: again. You have watched I mean, it like three times. No,
1: I, no this was just <laughs> the one time yesterday. Yeah. But I was like, I really want some French fries, man. Those smell good. I could go for some French fries. Just wait in the waiting for my car to get washed and get a basket yeah. of fries. And I was like, but well, you're gonna get popcorn tonight, aren't you, John? Well, yeah. you know you you can do both you can do whatever you want john but um what do you really what do you really want and i was like i really want popcorn I mean,
0: that's, right that's what i'm excited about this that's of popcorn. that's a fucking adult decision which <laughs> right. in a way also subverts your alcoholism hashtag do you know self-help. what i'm saying hashtag self health subvert that alcoholism but you all do you really do because the alcoholic in you is like have both and you're like, but it both doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my discipline and how I'm trying to live my life. Mm-hmm. So what is it gonna be popcorn? Although popcorn can be low in calories if you don't put. It butter was
1: on pretty it. low, but I, I said yes to the butter and I was fine with that. And I turned yeah. it all so in. Then you and get, like, yeah, instead of
0: dry ass boring popcorn, yeah, you mm-hmm. want butter on it. So, but you know, you know get, you get fries next week. Yeah, yeah get exactly. your car washed again next week. Yeah. Um, or whenever so, next never, month, or I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I
1: went a little. I went a little. Wet. I just after the road trip, I really needed to, you know, get it. Yeah, swept out and get freshened it. up and stuff. But so this is French fries or popcorn. So I mean, I just I just try to be careful when it comes to self care for myself, and uh, you know what it means, and what it means to to not to not just indulge, you know, because that's the thing that I, I think, I think that's the thing that got me in trouble in the first place. That was part of the, part of the issue. It was just the level of indulgence and that sort of that bravado of, you know, going into a bar and throwing money down and drinking. it. Yeah. I'm going to imbibe and eat as much as I can and bring
0: me another plate of ribs and, and, you know, um, bring me some more yeah. whiskey,
1: and, you know, like that's,
0: I bring was, me another plate of ribs. You're like at the Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> <laughs> just getting shit hammered at the fucking Outback. Pretty just, much. Garçon, bring yeah. me another loaded potato. Pretty much. Pretty much. Getting um, that, shit faced at an apple It's not, dude. It's 2001. You know, like life was, is garbage. Yeah. Right.
1: Just thinking, I was just like 2005. Yeah, but but that whole like, yeah, bring us another round. One for everyone. I think I said that yeah. one time at a table, like, like, would you like anything else? And I said, yes, we'll have more of everything for everyone, or something like that. And everybody
0: laughed, and ha, 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 ha. and I was then your always, bill was like four hundred bucks, and you're like, shit, stupid. that was the electric bill.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. So I just try to be careful and balance because I want to be able to feel good and I want to be able to be happy, and that requires mm-hmm. both. And yeah. like real balance requires discipline for me real balance requires um maintenance daily maintenance for me Mm -hmm. it's not just something that i like well you know i'm really trying to um just working on my balance in life you know uh, right it's it's not something that i take flippantly i really try hard to
0: so i know you know not that you're explaining to me i mean i know you i know you pretty well from our once a week talks yes we talk more than that though we text all the time you send me memes Yes, not I do. Not as much, but not as many. I try,
1: well, I mean, I've just been, I realized after um, after Walter defriended me on Instagram and Facebook for like a week, because I kept tagging him and stuff.
0: Uh-huh. And I, like, I, don't I don't mind think. that you tag me and yeah. shit, I think it's funny. Yeah. I just,
1: sometimes I'll see something and make me laugh, and I'll be like, that makes no damn sense at all. Jerry will think it's hilarious. I do, so, like, the, yeah.
0: Well, we were not going to talk about our meme sharing on the podcast, but there was a no, fucking no. one. You said me the other night that I was like laughing in bed. <laughs> They were asleep. Like, uh-huh. my wife and daughter were asleep, and I was like laying next to them, just like laughing my ass off. And some dude rapping, and then some like really effeminate guy like dancing next to him in skinny jeans. And I was oh, like, yeah. what the fuck is this?
1: Well, speaking of which, and before we go, I was curious about this, uh, your new musical Endeavor. You don't.
0: Oh, I don't know if I'm doing it you yet. You don't know or if not. you're doing I it. I don't know. It's up in the it. air, but no, I got some. It's guy a guy I used to do hip hop with. Actually, two guys I was in a band with, and they, they just invited me. I might go sit in next Monday though. But it, they practice on a day I work, so I'm like, mm. eh. you know, I don't know if I want to miss out on tattooing for two hours and go. I mean, I kind of do because I like making music, but I'm also like, eh. Mm-hmm. What does a 45 year old guy gotta say? I... A lot of shit, apparently, because I have a podcast. Well, I but was, yeah,
1: I was gonna say. I mean, if you ever want to like, you know, try out some stuff here, I'm sure the folks would like to. I mean, are you? Nah. Are you? No. What are your raps about? Are you like dad raps or like?
0: Yeah, dad raps now. Yeah, <laughs> about them fucking sweet ass New Balances. Have <laughs> women in their thirties are like looking good to me right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mowing the lawn.
0: Right. Where when I was twenty, a woman in her thirties, I'd be like, God damn, grandma, back right. it up. Right. Now in my forties and a thirty-five year old lady, I'm like, she's a little young. She's a little young to be be a mother wearing that.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Me. Well, I hope that, uh, I hope we, I hope something comes of it because I, I, I know I enjoyed, although we were both very loaded when you were in that,
0: that, uh, that, Point group Blank Rangers. Old, yeah. And I,
1: I showed up. I used to have these like paper God. hazmat
0: suits. They're like Tyvex, like paper Tyvex. Tyvex.
1: Suits. So it's like the unrippable paper. And I would get them, I would steal them from the hospital that I worked at. So that's, that already sounds lovely. I feel like there's an amend somewhere in that sentence. Good luck. And I would wear yeah. them with like bright yellow, like, like shooting glasses and I would Mm -hmm. go and I would dance at the side of the stage while these guys performed. Not really any affiliated with the band at all, but I just wanted to be foolish and crazy. It was funny. It was it's still
0: funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was funny. That's why I did it. And so I don't know.
0: I'm looking forward to anything that you do.
1: Um,
0: Well we'll see. It's up in the air still I'm inspired, but like I don't know how inspired I am so Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll just start my solo career. I can just sit here and rap over fucking garage band loops hey man there's, hey
1: man you, you never know you put that out on SoundCloud it might be picked up you might be on uh, I don't know who, where you go with music I don't know things. either <laughs> I'm signed by Spotify <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm on that Spotify label actually I think we are on the Spotify label um, yeah are there any other last words about self-harm self-medication or self-care nah,
0: nah I think Just we covered the- it everybody be good
1: Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com.
0: And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at alcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.